welcome to the WMBF UK podcast. Okay, guys, welcome to another WMBF UK podcast. You're here with myself, Leo Mitchell, WMBF Pro, and I'm joined with another pro. I've got Lucy Marcella um, with us, who is a pro WMBF. Lucy, how are you doing? Hello, yeah, I'm fine, thank you. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. Thank you for coming on the show. Um, today, I want to dive into everything bikini. Everything bikini, <laughs> all right? You know, I think, you know, the listeners will thoroughly enjoy it. People looking to consider competing as a bikini um, class, you know, they will find it really insult- insightful. So let's dive deep into bikini. But before we get into that, tell us a little bit about yourself, um, where you're from, what you do. Um, yeah, so I'm from Dartford, which is in Kent. Um, so I go to my local gym, which is in Crayford, Crayford Weights. Um, in terms of work, I... Um, answer the 999 calls for the police so um, yeah the emergency calls so it's a lot of shift work which is why it works quite well with my training because obviously I just work around my shift so if I, it's night early's late um, and the gym sort of times work around that if that makes sense so it's it does fit yeah. in very well sort of shift work rather than a nine to five job um, mm-hmm. yeah I mean literally all the all I do at the moment is work and training to be honest so <laughs> Hey, you can't complain with that. No. You're still getting them games, right? Exactly. So, that. so how did you get, how did you get into you know training? Like, where did it all come to? Like, when you got into fitness and you just wanted to kind of like you know use fitness as a, a nice way to kind of get you you know where you are now? Yeah. So you know what? Um, when I first started, like, I didn't even have bodybuilding or competing in mind at all. Like, I literally, I must have started it start of it was the year of the lockdown, but like the January. So it was that twenty twenty it must have been 2020 um yeah. is when I joined my gym which is a, it's a bodybuilding gym but I didn't mm-hmm. join it for that reason I just joined it as a local gym sort of thing and yeah. obviously I had like two months there and then we went into a lockdown so it was sort of like oh just as I was getting into it a little bit we got locked down but I I just I don't know I just kept it up over lockdown I bought loads of stuff and I just kept going with it like on my own um and then just got into a really good place with it. Um, I mean, I only had lightweights and things and stuff from home. That was only so much yeah. I had. But I just did it literally every day. And if I wasn't doing that, I would have gone insane over the lockdown and things like that. So, <laughs> yeah, obviously when we come out of it and I was back at the gym, I had quite a good sort of starting, starting spot. Mm. And then I had a coach and obviously we looked into sort of competing and that sort of thing. And then we just sort of took it from there. So, yeah, nice. I just sort of fell in love with it over lockdown, to be honest. And I think a lot of people have similar stories as well. You know, lockdown just got a lot of people thinking a little bit different about health and fitness, right? So yeah. people just grabbing items wherever they could and, you know, just start to just, just move effectively rather than yeah. to kind of be just up inside your house and not get any kind of any, any movement happening. So that's a great way that you kind of landed and kind of continued your fitness journey as well. Yeah, I mean, I just sort of just look like on Instagram, Google, like looking up stuff, like oh, what's what's an EAA, that sort of thing. And I was just sort of <laughs> little by little was just putting it together, yeah. literally on my own. And then I got into like a routine with food and things like that. Like, I, yeah, it was, it was weird. Like I just went into this like lane where it was literally like I was training, eating, everything like that. And it was all just falling into place. And then, yeah, it was just like a good starting position. Like yeah. I say, when we got back into the gyms and things like that. So... 
Nice. So then, then once you come back to the gym, so, you know, what? how long after you was back in the gym did you kind of think, okay, you know what, I'm getting into this series. I'd like to see other aspects of where my training can go. How long was it after? So it wasn't, it wasn't long at all. Um, it must have been, I was speaking to my coach and he obviously clocked sort of my progress and he was like, you're in a really good shape sort of position. Um, and to be honest, ever since I started, like even at the start when I first joined at gym, a lot of people said to me like, your figure, I'm, I've always been quite small, would be perfect yeah. to build on for like a bikini category. Um, so I always had it in the back of my mind, but obviously when I come back, I thought like, I can actually do this, that like, I think I can actually do it. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, we just sort of went from there. So it wasn't long. It was literally like in the first month, I was like, yeah, I want to compete. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to do it like then like yeah, if there was a competition I would have gone in for it obviously I wasn't ready but yeah, I was yeah. just like in the mindset where I was like oh I've been working hard over lockdown let me get on stage but it doesn't work like that <laughs> so you kind of it's quite rapid for you then basically based on those timelines that like, you know you pretty much just went from kind of just being a very much just a gym novice to kind of empowering yourself through self-research getting a coach going through lockdown and then on the other side literally everyone kind of you know saying hey you got a physique and then just thinking okay cool I want to you know go into a show you know how did that feel as obviously someone who's never stepped on stage before never even thought about competing was it you not nervous oh I was absolutely terrified I mean at my first show I, I can't even explain how much I was shaking like obviously girls wear heels don't we so I was shaking like, I looked like Bambi and um, <laughs> my coach was like honestly my coach was backstage with me he was basically like pushing me because I was like I'm not going on like, I was so so nervous because yeah. um, obviously all what really leading up to it all I was thinking about was the training the eating like you don't even have time to think I've actually yeah. got to stand on stage like you just don't think about that you practice your posing um but like what well, I didn't think about actually being on stage in front of people or anything yeah. like that and um, wow. so obviously when it was happening I was just sort of like literally didn't think about it until I was stepping on stage um, yeah. which is a good thing because I didn't sort of worry about it at all like not before anything like that but it was just in that moment I was like oh whoa but then how did you prepare for your that you know get into stage so obviously once you had that conversation with your coach and you was like you know what I want to get on stage you know did your training then shift dramatically to a different type of training style that you just never was used to and you had to just make some adaptions you know how you know what did training look like for you leading into yeah. your first show I mean so I'm so I started training start of 2020, so all of 2020 was basically lockdown training, so training from home. And I'd say we had them two months, didn't we, where they, they were like, oh, you can go back to the gym. So yeah. we went back to the gym and then we got put back into it. So then I think that was like November time. So from November to like April, I was doing it from home again. So really the only training I'd, when I first started properly training in the gym was from August 2021. Yeah. And obviously I stepped on stage in September, um, yeah. not August, sorry, April. So April, May, June, July, August. So I only had like five months of actual training, like in a gym, yeah. um, which was completely different to obviously training from home. Like obviously we've got really mm. good machines and stuff in the gym. Um, yeah. But I've seen that set up down there. It looks epic. Yeah it's, <laughs> yeah, it's a strong, strong gym. So it was just sort of like, for me as well, I walked in and I was like, right, I'm going to, take it slow and obviously work out how to actually like use these machines because I'm yeah. using like free weights at home do you know what I mean yeah. but um I'm quite lucky like with that that gym's very sort of 
like tight like it's just like one massive family so everyone's like willing to help everyone so I just sort of literally learned from there people are willing to sort of teach you new techniques that sort of thing um and then yeah we literally took it from there but yeah it was quite a big jump but even like yesterday I was thinking well when I was hip thrusting at home like I was thinking back it's so weird I was thinking back and I was hip thrusting what 20 20 kg on the yeah. side of my bed and I was struggling and then the other day at the gym I did 180 and I was like it was easy it was ridiculous <laughs> I was thinking wow like how far you actually come yeah. but yeah so yeah about five months in the gym with like proper proper training every steps on stage yeah wow and then how did that affect you with work and stuff like that because obviously you had to you know you're still working I'm, I'm guessing you're still doing the, the call center stuff handling the calls doing your shift work and then now having the added pressure of you know going into your first show your training requirements are going to be quite demanded. How did you balance work and training? Yeah, so um, like I said, I'm quite lucky in terms of shifts. So if, if I was on a night shift, for example, I wouldn't start till 10 o'clock at night. So really it gives me the whole day. Yeah. Um, obviously, if I, when I get in, it's like 7 o'clock in the morning. So I sleep, literally wake up mm. and then go to the gym. Um, okay. So it was literally a case of I was just training and then going to work, coming home, sleeping and training, going to work. Mm. It was literally like that. But where I was in such a routine with it, it really didn't, I didn't really think of anything else, if that makes sense. It's weird, like, I just got into this mindset where I was like, eat, sleep, train, eat, sleep, work. <laughs> like, it was yeah, yeah, yeah. like that. Um, but, I mean, even, it was a massive change. It's weird. It, it didn't, like, affect my mindset, but it was a massive change. Because I used to go out all the time. Like, I used to be out every weekend drinking, like, literally yeah. before lockdown, I'd be out. Um, and now, like, I hardly ever drink, I hardly ever really go out, but that's that's not because I don't want to. It's just because like I've just feel like my life has changed so much. Mm-hmm. This is my life now and this is what I love doing and things like that. Like I used to love going out and now I love being able to train and obviously doing what we do. Yeah. It's mad like how how much has actually changed in such in like literally like two years. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's the thing. You know, it 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 shifts your mindset a little bit, and mm-hmm. you become focused on your goals and just achieving what you need to. And again, having supportive people around you just makes it easier for you to stay, you know, focused on what you need to focus on and keep yeah, moving. Yeah, and my work, um, like they know what I do and things like that. Like they're quite very supportive of it. Like when we went Vegas, um, they gave me the time off to go, um, and it's normally quite difficult to get time <laughs> off, uh, where it's sort of like the police it's quite hard but they allowed me to sort of go there organize that for me things like that so it's sort of like little things like in the office how someone will bring in like loads of cakes and things like that and they're like oh like lucy and they know i can't have it so yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like that but they're fine like everyone's really supportive of it at work as right. well so it is it's not- and then how what about the food side of things obviously going into your first show you know foods are going to be slightly different you're going to be in a calorie deficit somewhat for a bit of time and you know so how did you approach that was it just like a big shock to you because obviously you've gone as i said you've gone from lockdown to kind of not having any experience and then going to compete and then all now you're in a whole different world so how did you approach that yeah so i was literally having um chicken and rice twice a day so my thing my main thing was the eating like I was fine with training I could train all day long but the eating it was making sure I actually eat like I used to struggle eating a lot um so what we did was me and my coach we gave so I was actually having oats so from like the April to September that's when we sort of was starting like prep mode that sort of thing um which is quite a long time but it was to get into a routine with it if that makes sense. So I was literally yeah. having oat, chicken and rice twice a day, shake. It was really, really simple. 
um, so mm-hmm. that I could eat it. And I was I was having three meals, but my la- my third meal was like a shake with carb powder because I literally couldn't eat another meal. Like, right. I was really struggling with it. So that was the only bit I struggled on. Um, whereas now I can eat like four chicken and rice, steak and pasta, like, and I'll still be hungry. Like, it's so <laughs> mad. I'm like, I need some more food. <laughs> Because um, this is now a machine, so that's yeah, that <laughs> so I mean, it was just that was a bit that was probably the main struggle for me, like making sure I get all the meals in. But where I was just so focused with it, I was literally like, I would, I'd force it, I'd set my if I knew I hadn't eaten a meal, I'd set yeah. my alarm and I would wake up to the night and eat my last meal. Like, it was weird, it was sort of like that, but again, it wasn't something that I like questioned, like, I just did it. But it sounds like you had a good coach on your side, obviously kind of, yeah. you know, breaking down some of the barriers that you might, that might have presented itself in terms of say, okay, looking at the foods and saying, okay, how can we instill consistency, but at the same time, make it work for you? You know, how can we simplify the meals coming in, but then they still getting boxed off. Right. And that's yeah. why I think having a, a coach who understands you and will take the time to kind of figure out different ways of getting around some of the barriers allows you, enables you to move forward. Right. Yeah, yeah, he was really, really supportive. Like, um, obviously, we trained together, and then he did all like my milk and things like that. Um, and yeah, we sort of worked it out that way. But it wasn't—I don't really know how to explain. It. Like, I've ne- I've never done an off season or anything like that. Like, we literally yeah. went straight into prep. We, I never had. This is my first off season. What I'm in now. Yeah. Um, so wow. it was literally sort of like just going into prep mode. But where. Obviously, over lockdown, where I did my research, I was just having sort of chicken and rice anyway, because I thought that's what Woody was eating it, chicken and rice. So, that's what food, I yeah. so I was already sort of used to doing that. Um, yeah. But yeah, you know, he was really good. Like he would sort of, like I said, if I couldn't eat something, he'd be like, right, we'll do a shake. And then we'd sort of work on it from there. And then obviously with the prep, like when we was like a week out, whatever, we took away the rice and obviously you have asparagus things like that but mm-hmm. he was on it but we just kept it simple because it was my first time like he was like, I don't want to overcomplicate things yeah. like this this works it's working so let's just leave it as it is um and then yeah and it did work so you bought it off you got a good result out of it right so yeah. what about the whole the bikini part right so obviously you you, you said that, okay you're, you're going to compete you've obviously chosen your category you're going to go into bikini right so then there's a lot of more other factors for bikini um competitors to go into that mix right so you've got to find a bikini right mm-hmm. then you've got, oh, to find, you've got to find your shoes right and then you've got posing in the shoes and then you know nailing your mandatories so talk to me about that process okay in terms of okay getting those shoes working in the posing practice and then deciding to get how did it go down for you how did you find it yeah so I mean I'll start off with posing posing was my worst nightmare when I first started doing it I literally thought I would never ever pick it up um I remember trying to do it just on my own I thought Mm -hmm. I have no idea like even how to position my body Um, Mm and and then uh I met a lady in the gym who literally took me under her wing and she was like this is how you do it and she just went through she literally went through it one time with me and I got it straight away it was weird it just clicked Um, and literally since then I just kept practicing I practiced every single day for months and months and months until like it was until it was like perfect in my mind um and it was yeah but yeah it's weird so I'd say like obviously if someone's worried about posing don't be worried about it because you will get it it will literally just click one day honestly it just will um shoes 
I just went for the blingiest pair I could find because <laughs> that's just my style preference. Um, I went for style rather than, I'd say, <laughs> comfort. <laughs> um, but a lot of girls obviously pick comfort over style, which is sensible yeah. if you're in it like a long time on stage. Um, but you can buy stuff to put in the shoes, things like that, to make them more comfortable. But to be honest, posing shoes are a lot easier to walk in than people think. Um, and a lot of federations, they've got to be a certain height anyway. So don't worry about them having to be high because they don't. I think it's between three and five inches, which is normally like the set sort of height. Mm -hmm. um, mine are five, but that's just because I prefer work, um, sort of walking in them. But they're the yeah. ones I've used literally from September to November. So I use them for each competition and you just break them in yeah, and yeah. they just become like, just <laughs> like wearing trainers, honestly, it's weird. Um, yeah. And yeah, the bikini, so. Cause I, I've, 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 heard, I've heard some stories about bikinis costing like, an arm and a leg, right? Honestly. And, you know, I'm like, wow. <laughs> They are expensive, which is why on my Instagram, all you'll see me in is my pink bikini because I wore that. <laughs> like, I paid a lot of money for that bikini. I'm getting my money's worth out of it. Um, I walked in, so I went with Bikini Mum to get my bikini. Um, and I walked in saying, like, I had this tracksuit on actually saying that. And I walked in, I was like, I want it to be this colour, this colour I want. I don't want pink. Like, I was just like, no, I can't have pink. Like, it's my favourite colour, but I wanted to be like different and I wanted this green. And then yeah. she was like, oh, I'll just show you a pink one. And it was literally like neon bright pink. And I was like, oh, no, I've got to have that. I just saw it and I was like, that's my bikini. Um, so like, I changed my mind like that. Um, I did have something in mind, like I say, but you'll, you'll, she'll show you something or you'll see something you'll be like, no, that's that's a bit of me, so I'll have that. Um, yeah. And it is literally like unreal. Like it's, they last, like they last, they don't, mine's never fallen apart or anything like that mm -hmm. like you really they really are worth the money um yeah. obviously at first you're a bit like whoa like you don't you don't pay that much money normally for a bikini like to go on holiday or anything like that, mm -hmm. like that but they don't compare if you know what I mean like I always get people saying oh well, could you wear it on the beach then no that's not what you're paying for you're paying yeah. for it to be a stage bikini but um it's well worth the money like like I say it lasts and I'll probably wear it again this year um, I will get a new one, just so obviously I've got more than one. Um, a lot so, of girls so, get... So, 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 so who, who kind of gave you a bit more stare in terms of what you needed, you know, within that class for bikini, in terms of making sure that you got the right shoes, that you kind of allocated a bikini at the right time? You know, was there anyone giving you guidance along that process? Was it the same lady that was helping you out with your posing? Um, no, so with all that sort of bits, again, it was just sort of me. Like, I just, I looked at... I was just sort of looking stuff up like this is what I need and um, going for Instagram and there's a, a, a girl on Instagram who runs Compact it's called um, and it is literally everything to do with competing bikinis jewellery mm -hmm. stage everything and that was really really helpful and um, the girl that runs it I think her name's Jasmine Um it definitely begins with J yeah. <laughs> but she's, she's such a nice girl um, and she runs Compact and she basically puts everything together and I was just reading through that it's like an article thing and yeah. that was really, really helpful for me, where obviously um, there's not many people that I knew at that time well enough to be like, what do I need for bikini? Because mm. I was new, like I didn't know anyone who competed or anything yeah. like that. So it was sort of, um, I didn't really know who to ask for it, but that is what I found. And that was really, really helpful. And that's on Compact, her name is. So 
that's where I just right. got away from it. And I literally just winged it. I'm not even going to lie, I just winged it. <laughs> from there, I was like, this is what I need. Picking stuff up put the way. But, yeah. but that's, that's the great thing about social media. I think, you know, social media is a platform for athletes. It's a great way of sharing your experience. And this is the reason why I want to really dive into bikini and talk about the posing, the shoes, the, you know, getting all those bits together because it's given the next, the, the next batch coming through more insight, right? Because they might be in the same position of you, like in terms of, oh, I'm not quite sure who to ask. So the more information that's out there and accessible, the more it will enable the next, the next lot of bikini pros to come through, right? And actually know what is actually required. Yeah. No, exactly that, and it's it is a bit like it is, um, not scary, but it's a bit like there's a lot there's a lot to it that you have to think about. Like you say, you've got jewelry, um, bikini, mm -hmm. heels, and then like there's just loads of like extra little bits that you need. Like we call it like bikini, it's bikini taped, so you so that it actually holds onto you and doesn't sort of come off on stage. Like just things like that. Yeah. Again, the things I wouldn't have even thought about unless I saw on someone's page or on mm -hmm. this website. So that's. I literally yeah. was just sitting there for hours going through Instagram, like, this is what I need, making lists everywhere, sort of ticking stuff off. Um, yeah. I'm quite sort of like, not OCD, but like, I want to make sure I've got everything. So I was literally mm -hmm. like, just preparing myself for everything. But yeah, there's people who you can talk to, like, there's people, that, even some of the guys at my gym, like, I was talking to them, they'd be like, well, I've got this friend who might be able to help you, or she mm -hmm. said this, like, mm -hmm. it was sort of like that. So it was like word of mouth and then looking stuff up. But yeah, it was... I was just figuring stuff out for myself, to be honest. Self-empowered journey. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about, okay, going into that Supernatural show, okay? So, you know, obviously you're ticking all the boxes with training, nutrition, you're getting your advice, you've got all your bikini, you've got your shoes and you're ready. Talk to me about the build-up of going into that the Supernatural show um, that we did in Birmingham in October last year. Um, yeah. You know, how was you feeling? So I was actually... That must have been my fourth show, I reckon, but I was more nervous for that one than anything else, purely because it was a natural show. Um, and the other ones I'd done wasn't just for naturals, like they were for okay. sort of everyone. Yeah. Um, so I didn't really know how I would compare to other naturals. I know that some, like, the even, the, you know, the standard that was at that show, like it was high. Um, oh, and I don't know, I don't really know what I expected because like I say, like obviously you see people at the other shows and you think like wow they look amazing. Um mm. so I didn't really know what to expect from an like a fully natural show. So I think that's what I was nervous about, how I would compare against other people. Um but yeah, again, like I didn't think about Stefan Sage or anything. The week building up to it, I was just doing what I did before, like eating my chicken and asparagus, drinking my water, that sort of thing yeah, yeah. every day, train training. And then, um, and then, yeah, it because where it was in Birmingham, which is like four hours from me, obviously drove up yeah. the day before, stayed in the hotel, which is my favourite bit. You know what? As nervous as I am for a show, the night before when you've got your tan on and you're just chilling with your like glass of wine, that's my favourite bit. That's when I just chill out. I'm like, right, I'm ready. Um, and then, yeah, but I actually started talking to some of the girls when we was getting our tan, which relaxed nice. me a lot because I didn't know anyone out there, like I was on my own. Um, yeah. So even just to speak to girls, and obviously I've got their numbers and WhatsApp, and I think WNBF actually made a WhatsApp group, if I remember. So everyone was talking anyway, which was mm -hmm. really nice because you don't get that with other shows. So that was made, that relaxed me a little bit as well because everyone was talking anyway. So you sort of saw someone who you was talking to on this WhatsApp group and be like, oh, like you're blue and blah. So it's always nice to have a nice little community kind of going into yeah, you know anything that you're just not unsure of. 
yeah yeah exactly um but I wasn't I jumped in that show quite last minute actually um mm -hmm. I was looking where it was my first season I just wanted to do as many shows as possible um but yeah. I wanted to sort of end on a natural show and I found that and I was just like yeah I need, like, I need to do this like I say it's a national show as well like how unreal would that be but I didn't sort of go into it expecting anything. Obviously, everyone wants to win, but like I was just like, just do it. Um, yeah. Because the week before, I did a show called Battle of Bedford, and I actually come fourth. Um, and I just remember I come off stage in absolutely like hysterics. So I was actually so upset. I come off and I was like, I'm never, I'm never stepping on stage again. I'm never competing again because I just didn't understand why I come fourth. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then obviously I was just like, oh, you know what? I'll just do one more show and sort of see how it goes sort of thing and then yeah like it just happens to go very very well <laughs> and, <laughs> and I was like oh actually you know I, I like doing this still. <laughs> so, so talk to me about the, the backstage so when you're prepping to, before you go onto onto stage you know what's it like um you know in a female dressing room where you've got you know, <laughs> loads of makeup things happening hair being done because right. obviously there's a lot more stuff happening on the female side than the male side. The yeah. male side just needs to sit there and just get the time to top <laughs> up and then kind of thing yeah well, I guess I on a female I don't think it's fair that boys get it boys get it so easy it's not even funny it is chaos in the girls dressing room I can't even lie like we was all in um obviously we was all in one room but we've got everyone in one room like all the girls from all the categories yeah. and obviously everyone's got different types of like bikinis like figures got different sort of outfits so it's just like I, don't, I can't even explain. Everything is everywhere. Everyone's suitcase is over <laughs> on the floor. Everyone's sort of tripping over everything. Everyone's sort of asking, for, oh, have you got this? Everyone's trying to ask you to do their bikini up. You're trying to get yourself ready. Like, it is mad. Um, but the atmosphere in that changing room was so, so good. Like, everyone hypes each other up. No one's, I think a lot of people expected to be a little bit bitchy. Um, yeah. Like, like well, for that show, it really wasn't. Um, everyone was just sort of hyping each other up. Everyone was being... Like we was just having fun, like, and it does take your mind off the fact, like, of any nerves, because mm -hmm. you obviously talk to the girls who you're going on stage with, which just yeah. makes you a bit more chilled anyway. Um, but yeah, it is like at first very overwhelming. Like you walk in, like I say, everything's. I'd walked in a little bit late, and I was like, "Well, there's nowhere for me." Like I literally <laughs> squeezed in the corner. I was like, "I'll just have this bit of the mirror." <laughs> like, find a little corner, right? <laughs> but no, it is. Once, once you're in there, it's literally such a nice atmosphere. Like everyone, like I say, everyone's friendly. Um, but yeah, there's just maybe a little bit more space with <laughs> nature, just because we're girls. <laughs> but other than that, it is, it is yeah. like I like I like chilling backstage. Like I do enjoy yeah. chilling backstage. Like obviously, all all once obviously it calms down a bit and everyone's ready. Everyone mm -hmm. just sits around like. We were actually looking, like watching the show on one of the girls had her phone up and we was watching it through the speakers and obviously so we was watching yeah. the boys and things like that. Um, and then, yeah, we just sort of eat. Uh, I eat a lot of sweets backstage. Like, literally, <laughs> they ate a lot of sweets. Um, sometimes I have a little bit of wine just before going on. And then, and then yeah, obviously we just wait to be called. Nice, nice. But then obviously there's a there's a, a key importance of making sure that you have everything with you, right? So mate, that's why I'm, you know, when I see a lot of like the female competitors, they got suitcases. You yeah. know, like I, I, I can't even imagine what is even in those suitcases. Oh I'm guessing it's got the whole world and 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 plus more, right? Because you know, last minute you, you would want and you just don't want uh, you know the person that doesn't have it, right? So I'm guessing exactly. preparation is key. 
yes yes so where I was doing sort of back-to-back shows I didn't even unpack my suitcase because I was like I know what I I was like I know everything in that suitcase is what I need and I'm not taking anything out of it because I'll forget something otherwise um like I said I'm very sort of like need to make sure I've got everything like everything um yeah I must admit I did bring a suitcase and some like extra bags and I can't even tell you what was even in there I had a pillow with me like I actually had a pillow with me and like a mat I remember I bought a mat to like just in case I wanted to lay down backstage I had everything you could think of I had in that bag um but even when you go down to backstage like we you take obviously you take your bands your heels your robe um I take my sweets just some sweets before we go on like I can't even think what other girls you just gotta make sure you get everything like jewelry on every just everything like that like yeah just like even little things. Like, I know you get your makeup done there, but I take my bag. Like, I take a bag of makeup with me <laughs> just in case, I don't know, something goes horrifically wrong with my makeup. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I think of everything and just take it because I feel like I'd rather overpack than forget something. Even when we went Vegas, I put my bikini and my heels in my hand luggage because I was like, <laughs> that way if they lose my suitcase, I've got my bikini and my heels with me. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. There's a lot to think That's about. Funny. Nice. So, so talk to me about, you know, being at the side of the stage, ready to go on at that Supernatural show. What was going through your mind? How was you feeling? Was you just anxious to just get out there and just be up there amongst, you know, different natural athletes? You know, what was going through your mind at the time when you were lining up at the side? I go really quiet when I'm backstage and it's just purely because of nerves. Um, like, I remember we were queuing up, we must have been queuing up backstage, yeah, and I just, like, the girls were sort of talking, but I just go very, like, like, I'm listening, but I literally can't even speak. Even if I wanted to join in, I couldn't. Like, I just go really nervous. Um, and like I say, my legs, no matter what, even if I feel like I'm not nervous, my legs will shake, and it's something mm-hmm. that that's what I'm trying to think of, just to be, like, stop shaking um, and just sort of, like, relax. But obviously, when you're pumping up... Um, I, that's when I start feeling a bit better because I'm like I feel a bit pumped like I feel good blah blah and then obviously you walk on and it's weird like because you can't obviously you can't see the audience um or yeah. the people in the crowd like you can't see it it was like black and that's what I remember and I remember thinking like that was the first show where obviously I had my hair like that as well and I was thinking oh my god like I literally I know for a fact that I stood out because none of the other girls obviously had their hair like that so that was that yeah. running through my mind as well I was thinking they're either gonna love this or absolutely hate it um it can go either way um but all the girls like I said always line that was each other oh like everyone hypes each other everyone says oh, I look really good you look really good go through your posing I always go for my posing even before I'm stepping on like a second before I'll go for my posing quick mm-hmm. um and then there it's weird like the second I'm on stage that's it I forget everything every like any nerves anything like that and I'm just on it and it will just literally just naturally happens you just naturally hit your poses and just enjoy yourself but I remember we was on stage and we literally must have gone through they did like the call out so they're called top five um and then we must have gone through it once and then they were like okay I can't remember my number was but they were like move to the side and they moved to the yeah. side of the stage and I was just was at the side of the stage like literally I thought I was gonna burst into tears because that's what they did to me at the show the week before and I thought oh my god yeah. I haven't <laughs> placed and I just remember standing there I was trying to smile mm-hmm. and I was literally like I haven't placed and I was just my face was just going I was like no just smile like just yeah. in case this is 
just for whatever reason they put me to the side of the stage and I just kept sort of switching up my places and I come off and I was like my I knew one of the guys that worked there and I come off and I was like oh my god like I don't know what to do like because obviously we had to go back on to do the eye walk yeah. and I was just like I don't I don't want to go back on like I was soaking I'm not gonna I was soaking so I was like I've got moved to the side of the stage blah 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 <laughs> like so that's it um but obviously that is a good thing which I've now found out um but yeah at the time again where I was fairly new I didn't know what that meant um, so, I imagine that would be very confusing, especially if you went to another federation and they they did it that way, and then you got a different result. So yeah. you just gonna assume that that's the same process, right? Whereas yeah, I was just different. Over my head, I was just thinking, oh my goodness, like not again, like. And then yeah, like I said, I come off, and I was like, I was obviously all the girls talk about it. Oh, like that was so much fun, and I was like, yeah, no, it was fun. I was like, I don't know why I got moved inside the stage. Don't like, it's just starting to see like <laughs> if anyone could tell me why I got moved. <laughs> But like, so after that, so after that, they moved. So you came off. So you done your compulsories and your comparisons, and they take you off, and then you had to come back off your eye walk, right? Yeah, which is okay. different. Um, never done it like that before. Normally, they do it all at once. So you'll come on, everyone will do their poses in the line, might call out sort of five or whatever, and then come back in line, and then whilst you're still on stage, you'll just do your eye walk. So that was new to me as well, coming off and then going back on. But I quite like doing it that way because it sort of made it more of a day if that makes sense like whereas mm -hmm. instead of waiting all day to be called out to do like five minutes on stage like you got to go on stage come off and then you went back on again so I quite like the way that WMBF did that um but yeah then you come on to your eye walk but again it's weird like I feel like no matter what even if you just stepped on stage like you when, when you're waiting to go and you always just feel like it might be nerves but it might be like more adrenaline mm -hmm. um but they were playing music and I just remember like everyone was like dancing that stage to music. So we weren't thinking <laughs> about it because we were just like, at that point where I just thought it's gone either way, I was like, I'm just going to have fun with it. Like I'm not even going to stress myself. Like, well, I was still like, I wasn't sulking still obviously, but I was actually like, I don't know what it meant. So I was just like, let's just go have fun with it. <laughs> so, yeah. well, you know what? That's the thing. I think everyone has that switching point on stage at some point, right? So you go from that being that nervous person and being like, oh, you know what? I've done half the work. Yeah. So it is it, right? just, just go away the rest of it and I always say it's all about just getting that experience more than anything don't overthink exactly. the result before you know the result just enjoy exactly. the process and enjoy being up there you know because they gave us a hell of a lot of stage time um, and yeah. other federations don't do that like milk that when you've got that yeah yeah exactly and that's what that's exactly what I did I remember because I was in my head it's weird, like, even though there's music and people shouting stuff, I can literally only hear what I'm saying to myself in my head. And I was just saying, just go slow, because I am was very um, known for sort of rushing through my eye walk. Like, I'd literally be like, quick, 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 because I don't know why, that's just how I used to do it. It might have been nerves, yeah. but I was like, you know what, just take the time with it. And I did, I literally just took the time with it, had a little kick at the end, like, a little sassy thing, then walked <laughs> off. And I thought, uh, we literally come straight off and I swear every girl come off and there was some table and they had like cakes on as soon as we was off that stage, <laughs> everyone was at the cake table. And you didn't even think about what you just done because the thing is, there's no point thinking like, oh, what if I didn't do that? But I wonder if I don't hold yeah. that pose. Like you've done it, like yeah, it's yeah. done. There's nothing, you can't change anything. You can just sort of obviously improve on it next time. And that's all I tell myself. Um, that's, what, that's what I tell myself when I come off. But yeah, but yeah it was a lot of fun backstage. Um, Obviously, there was Z from UK Beef was there doing some interviews and things yeah, like that. Yeah. So we was all just sort of having fun with that. Yeah. And then obviously, Lots yeah. Of right? Yeah, and then and then you know, tell us what happened next. What happened when <laughs> you went back on? Come on. I can't remember if they brought us back on straight away or if 
we waited again to be called out. We must have been brought back on straight away. Um, and yeah, we were at the side of the, yeah, we did, because we were at the side of the stage. Um, and this is a bit, I absolutely love this bit. I don't know why, I just absolutely love yeah. the call out. So in my head, I was, I was like, oh, yeah, of course, someone's got to win it now. Like, it's weird. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> what I say to people, I think about everything step by step. Like, I don't even think what's next. I think of what, what do I need to do right now? So yeah, yeah. I'll compete. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, of course. Now they need to announce the result. Like, I don't think, oh, like, when are they going to announce it? It's so it's so strange. Um, but, yeah, obviously, we was on stage. Um, it called third. And I was like, okay. like It's so horrible it is horrible when they're calling the results because you're literally standing there thinking <laughs> just don't say my name for like like no one wants their name to be yeah. called out for like third or everyone wants to be first don't they yeah. so no one no one wants their name to be called out third or second um obviously they called third and I was like all right okay and then they called second and when they called second I was thinking oh my god like I haven't played and I was yeah. just like, I haven't like there's just no like I just wasn't I wasn't expecting it at all like at mm. all and I was just like oh my god and I remember because there's a video and my face is sort of dropped kind of when I realised I thought oh that no that's done and then yeah they sort of called my name and I and I I didn't clock it at first because I wasn't really <laughs> listening to it it's yeah. so strange I wasn't listening to it and then I said to the girl next to me I was like what did they just say confirmation yeah yeah and then yeah I was just on stage and then to be honest anything after that when we were standing like sort of first second third it was just a blur because I just couldn't even believe it it's still trying to process they've actually called out your name and you actually yeah, won like, what is happening they brought out that massive like it's in front of me that massive like trophy like she's literally yeah, yeah. Like, I think she's massive and I was like that's for me <laughs> I was like that's mine that's why I love it when it's just so unexpected because you just get a genuine and it's just literally just like gobsmack type of response and you're like yeah. that person truly deserved it. They weren't expecting it. Yeah, no, it was. It was literally completely, completely unexpected. And obviously they're bringing out this massive trophy, which I've always like since I've wanted to compete. Was like I want that trophy, like that bikini girl, like she's big. <laughs> I want that trophy. Then they brought that out, medals. Then they're like, oh, and then this is your pro card. It was just everything. And I was like, whoa, what's going on? <laughs> it was a lot, but it was like the most unreal feeling, like to win an overall as well. Like I wasn't expecting to win an overall at all. Yeah. Like at all. Like that was just mad. That's, you know, your story is an epic story of someone just genuinely kind of drifting into health and fitness, just using yeah. it as a stepping stone to kind of better themselves and, you know, getting excited more and more, getting into it a little bit deeper and just taking it to the level you're taking it and just got a pro card at the end of it. Like, wow, yeah. that is epic. 100% epic. Insane. And you know what? Like, I've always been one of these people who, like, never sort of found what it is that they like all these people who've got like hobbies and like things that like, are passions and things like, like football dancing anything like that I've never found sort of my like passion or anything like that whereas now I'm like oh I finally found it like <laughs> I finally found it like in bodybuilding and like yeah and it's just it's just my favorite thing in the world like I just love doing it <laughs> nice well done, well done. So I've got that pro win. What happened next? Obviously, because obviously we all knew that there were some up for grabs, the world's um, yeah. invites, etc. Was that even on your radar or, you know, what happened after the show? Did you just kind of just go and enjoy the win and then made a little decision after? How did it go for you? Yeah, so I was a bit like, obviously we got the Vegas invites and I remember thinking like, oh, I didn't really think anything of it. Like, I'm not going to lie, I didn't think, oh, yeah, I'm going to go out to that because I just felt that was meant to be my last show. I was meant to finish yeah. with that one. And then 
I went back to the gym and obviously was talking to him about if I'm really excited. And obviously I was still really excited about it. And I was still in shape and the Worlds wasn't long after. So it was very, very tempting. Um, It was just more obviously the sort of financial side of things um, because competing abroad is is expensive. Um, But where it was like the Worlds, it's sort of like, I could justify it. (laughs) So I was like really, really straight. And then I went into work and I just mentioned it to work because again, the time off where it was so soon, it wasn't mm-hmm. something I was expecting to be able to get off. Um, and I mentioned it and literally within five minutes, my manager come up to me and he was like, you're going, he was like, you're going to the world. And I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, you're going. And he was like, you're not questioning it. Like we've got you the time off. Like he literally sorted it. And it was literally just from there, just like rolled. And I was like, all right, flights, hotel, like I'm going, yeah. let's just do it. And then, yeah. And I'm so glad I did it because it's literally like the best experience so far. Even though I didn't place, um, <laughs> I'm glad I went, very glad I went. And did you change anything going into the Worlds or did you keep your training and nutrition pretty much exactly the same? No, yeah, we kept it pretty much exactly um, exactly the same, literally same food, um, same training. Where it was, for me, it was more maintaining. Yeah. Um, there wouldn't have been enough time to sort of build, to build what I would need really, um, yeah. which is sort of annoying in a sense because obviously we went into that as a, in the pro categories and which is a very very high standard even though the amateur standard is high obviously pro is like literally like next level Mm. um and you could see the girls have been doing it for years um so they did have a bit on me uh so maybe if we had maybe if it was in like a year's time (laughs) then i would have been away (laughs) a few weeks i was like you know what i'm just going to maintain what i've got um and then just take that and see and see what it is but for that where I knew like I didn't have as much sort of volume and like fullness and mm-hmm. sort of definition as the other girls for me on stage I was like well they've got that my thing was literally just to do like my stage presence which is like the posing like being really really sassy with it and my look and that sort of thing and mm-hmm. I did get called out in top five um I did get called out and I took that I was like yep I'll take that that's fine they noticed me do you know what I mean yeah yeah and obviously we'll see what we can bring for this year but yeah if I had more time I would have switched up but it was just a case of maintaining it because we had like what it must have been I think it was like two or three weeks right yeah, something two, like that weeks. yeah it yeah, yeah. It, was tight. it was tight yeah but I think Vegas was an amazing experience across the board right you know even just to just step in just kind of be part of that experience especially after being in lockdown for such a long time it was one of those opportunities kind of like well you just don't know if there's going to be another lockdown so let's just milk exactly. this and milk it and and just enjoy it to the max um so obviously you went to to went to Vegas and there was loads of people from around the world how did that feel compared to being backstage in the UK because obviously now you're seeing physiques from around the world yeah it was just surreal like even to the staff came back and think oh my god like did we actually go there and, and do that? Like, it was just mad um I think the atmosphere was just insane like even it's weird like even if I mean a lot of people out there spoke like it might be from Spain but they spoke English and everyone was still just as much hyping each other up that sort of thing like I just feel like where there was more people as well um and everyone was in the same hotel, weren't we? So it was just like a nice atmosphere, like even throughout the whole week, because you sort of knew who was competing, like you knew which groups were competing, that sort of thing. Um, so I thought that was really fun. And what I liked about it is the fact that we went out as a team, um, which is like quite unusual for bodybuilding, because normally obviously you're, you compete on your own. Like I went yeah, to all yeah. the shows basically on my own. Um, 
so to be with people and obviously do everything together and have and know that, that you've got a group of people in the crowd who's actually there like shouting for you was really <laughs> nice like yeah, the, the no, squad, the squad nice. was big. The squad, the, the, you know, team, team um, yeah. was was huge. My little I mean. squad. Exactly. <laughs> it was nice because if everyone had their t-shirts on, you was doing it as like a group rather than on your own, like stressing on your own. Like yeah, I remember yeah. when they wasn't letting people into the actual backstage, backstage unless you was going on I mean, into that like whole bit. And mm. I remember just looking at the door, thinking like, okay, no one else is doing bikini um, in the pro. Obviously, Emma did it in amateur, but like in the pro bit. Um, and I remember looking at the door and Sam was it she had her head round and she was just waving at me because she couldn't come in, she wouldn't let me <laughs> was still there, like she was still there, like do this, do this with your bands, like pump up, do this, like shouting at me. So like that was nice as having like that sort of extra support. Cause you're in a different country, like it's weird, like it is a sort of weird feeling that you're not like home. So you, like mm. we didn't have like family members and things like that yeah, in the yeah. audience. Like it, it was weird in that sense, but it was nice because you knew that like we were all sort of a team we was all there together 100 percent, and i think you know i like the fact that we had the whatsapp group before we went out there so yeah. everyone could establish relationships get a little bit of banter happening inside there and people can help each other out in terms of getting stuck on application processes and all of those kind of things oh god yeah just went out there as a team just knowing each other because i think that's the biggest thing i think you know when i look at all some of the other countries there was only like a handful of them so you know we went out there real strong and our presence was felt in that audience <laughs> Yeah, hundred. All you can hear in the videos of people shouting for each other. <laughs> like, I think I lost my voice by the end of it. I come off. Yeah. It's strange. And I was saying this the other day to someone at the gym. I come off, and obviously where I didn't place. Like I think I come six. Um, but that didn't like that didn't bother me. Like I come off, and I literally yeah. was buzzing for it. Like, I was in the audience. I like, absolutely screamed mm. people's names. Like, I wasn't even thinking about where I'd place. And like people was coming first. People was getting pro cards. Like you were just so gassed for them. Like it was just such yeah. a mad mad feeling because we went out there and where we were so close for like a week like we was all yeah. together like 24 7 like it's weird like you just you don't you wasn't just caring about where you placed like you cared about where everyone was what was going on with everyone so it was nice it was definitely a shared experience and you yeah. know it was an experience i'm gonna you know remember for a very long time and obviously after the show you know it was all about food it was all about enjoying oh, yourself definitely. and stuff like that and, I, and you know going for your gram you got some epic <laughs> pictures of you out in Vegas, so your memories are going to be super sharp. For Vegas, we were literally right? like, we need some pictures out here. Like, that's my one thing. <laughs> if I was going to say to anyone, take pictures, and people said this to me, take pictures, but I just, I just didn't. Like, I don't know why. I just never found the time backstage, even though we mm -hmm. bikinis normally the last category to go on to actually take pictures. Like, I'd never want to go outside. So me and Sam was like, let's go. Like, we were walking down like 30 <laughs> degrees heat. And everyone was staring at us, but you know it was Vegas, so no one questioned it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, that's, the, that's the thing. There is no like no, no weird stuff in Vegas. Everything is just going to be exactly. just out of the right? Yeah. <laughs> Literally, so we was like, and the sun was out, like it was perfect pictures. So we were just like getting as many as possible. It was like we're here. Yeah, we like yeah. like you say, no one minds does so. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great wrap up to the end of the season, and I think you know that's sometimes what you just need. You just need to just end it on a high. And it yeah. was just a great all-time, you know, once in a lifetime experience. So obviously now you're, you know, you're fully into off-season. You're eating more. You're lifting more. Because obviously, you know, when we spoke before we started the recording, you're saying you're feeling stronger. You know, so what's off-season looking like for you at the moment? Is there a solid plan in place to, you know, to see Lucy version 2.0 for, you know, 2022? Yeah. So I, when we first went off-season, was absolutely like 
just lost my mind. I was like, oh my goodness. Like, I feel like a lot of people, even if it's not your first off season, go through it where they're like, they don't want to let go of their prep body. They're sort of like, mm-hmm. where you're in a routine for so long, it's very yeah. hard sort of coming out of that, um, knowing that you're coming out of it to put weight on, to put fat on as well. And that's something that, yeah. where it's my first off season, I've never done before. It's not something that I, a few years ago, would have necessarily been comfortable with. Like I said, I've always been very small. Um, but now I'm like, I know what I need to do. I know that I don't want to step on stage looking like I did last year. Like I want to come. I want to be fuller. I want more volume. I want bigger muscles. Like, all of that. And I know to do that, you need to eat, um, like you say, to grow. So that's literally what I'm doing. So I've got, yeah, I've got a plan. And it is working. Like I can literally see my progress and the fact I'm seeing results and seeing progress like my legs, my bum, it's getting bigger. We're getting bigger in all the right places. So um, it's working. Um, and like I say, yeah, I'm lifting heavier. Like I'm lifting, I'm hip thrusting 180. I'm doing leg press for like 240. I've done a lot of PRs lately. And that is because obviously I'm eating a lot more um, and like a lot more of like variety of food as well. So it's looking good. Nice, nice. And is, is there any plans for competing this year? Yes. So I'm looking to compete around September time um, okay. because I feel like that gives me enough time to do what I need to do and obviously build, grow, um, put up like, sort of like getting bigger muscle fibres, that sort of thing, yeah. muscle tissue. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking at September time. And that's when I competed last year. Yeah. Um, maybe... I might jump in one show before that. I don't know, but I'm looking like for the physique that I want September time. Okay, nice. And what about you utilizing your pro card? You're gonna go for a pro <laughs> show. You gonna... <laughs> <laughs> you battle up against those <laughs> other beginners. Yeah, club? we will. I definitely am gonna jump in. Jump in some. Um, I feel like this is probably the only thing that I'm not quite understanding with. If with the pro card, if if that's solely what I need to compete in, or if I can pe- compete in other shows, that is not something that I've worked out yet <laughs> for myself. With the WMBF, then you would definitely need to do a pro show, if that makes sense, because you're a bikini right. pro. So yeah. you'll have to look at the pro options on that one. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so with the, I'm, I mean, I'm definitely competing with WMBF this year. So yeah, I'll be jumping in the pro show for that. And then yeah, the other shows nice. we'll see. I might, I might go for it. Depends, depends what we will, how much we grow in that space. Well, it sounds like you've got a solid plan ahead, and you're super excited, and you're you're obviously making headways already with your PRs and stuff like that. So I have no doubt we're going to see an epic version of Lucy very soon on that yeah. stage. So, yeah. so, so tell me, so what what advice would you give to anyone considering becoming um well competing as a bikini competitor? Um, what are some of the key things that you've kind of learned along the way that you feel like, you know, this might be worth highlighting to those coming into competing? You know what? My main thing would probably be, and it's like cringe as this sounds, but like just don't compare yourself to other people that you see on Instagram or in the videos or things like that. And don't, like, for example, don't look at a girl and think like, oh, it's hard to explain. Like, don't look at a girl and think, that's why like why don't I look like that because you don't know what she's doing especially in the bodybuilding industry necessarily to get that physique so she might 
to be taking certain things to reach that level whereas you're not which is why she's at that level with her body and you're not do you know what I mean like and I feel like a lot of people come in and don't realize that they don't realize that especially with girls that girls might be taking stuff yeah. um and so they're looking at these girls thinking well why is my body not like that it's because it's just a completely different sort of category and sort of level to the to the industry so there's a lot of different things in the industry that people don't necessarily realize when they first step into it yeah. um, and I feel like that that's when it gets to people and starts messing with, messing with their head a little bit yeah, um, definitely. so just don't compare yourself to anyone like just do you and obviously do it how you want to do it don't mm -hmm. let anyone sort of sway you in any direction um, and yeah just sort of have fun with it but don't let as well anything like mess with your head as well like with the social media things like that like I say a lot yeah. of comparisons just take it step by step um, and it's a process it's a process it doesn't happen overnight it really doesn't happen overnight so don't don't give up within like the first month just because you're not seeing anything all I did was when I especially when I first started doing it was I took pictures daily like literally daily like my phone rule is horrific um, <laughs> but literally it took pictures every single day and with that I was seeing it like I was actually seeing it it might have taken a few months but I was I could see sort of progress and that's what sort of kept me going because I was like well it is working it's a slow yeah. process but it's working and then I think that's what a lot of people don't realize it it takes a while to yeah. reach certain levels so just keep going with it because it will happen it will happen 100 percent. you've got to be consistent with that process so yeah uh, you heard it there from our WMBF UK pro bikini champion so <laughs> that's some takeaways there for you guys so yeah. Lucy before we wrap things up give people your social media handles so they can follow you and understand your journey of what you're currently going through in your off season and just follow you to your next stage yes so my Instagram is Lucy lifts underscore bikini pro uh, yeah, every, literally, that's the only thing I use. So everything about me or that I'm doing is on there. So yeah, give me a follow. Right. <laughs> Get following Lucy for all of those insights into you know competing as a bikini competitor and just reach out to her if you got any questions or anything. Lucy, thank you very much for coming on today. It's been a pleasure into the world of bikini and hearing your story. And I said, your story is an epic one, going from someone who just generally just casually went into fitness to becoming a pro. That's a solid story. So you should be super proud of that one, definitely. Thank All right, guys. But before we wrap it up, I just want to say a big shout out to our um, sponsors. You've got CMP Nutrition. Okay, shout out to those guys continuously showing our support to WMBF UK. And just remember, guys, we've got two big shows this year. Okay, so we've got the first time as a novice show on the 17th of July. And then we've got the big Supernatural Open Championships on the 9th of October. So we've got two great opportunities for you to compete with WMBF UK. So let's make it happen. Let's keep grinding. Let's keep working towards it. And you know, I'm, I'm sure, no doubt, we're going to see, you know, Lucy 2.0 real soon. So, yeah, it's going to be epic. Yes, I will see you there for sure. All right, nice one, guys. Check out CMP, our sponsors, and sign up for our events at www.wnbfuk.com.